Today's episode is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. Just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. Today's show is also brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ is an insurance agency that does things just a bit differently. They help health conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, vegans, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash success or mention the promo code success when you talk to a Health IQ agent. And now let's jump into today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world, welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. What is happening? What up? And uh, Douglas Thomas, whoever, wherever, what it do, baby? What wherever it do? in the world he is, <laughs> he oh, has man. joined us. And it's just the three amigos. Like, uh, man, it's been a while since just the three of us were minute. on here. We've yeah. been cruising. so. Um, <laughs> but we back from the cruise, man. We are, are back on solid ground. And um, man, we had a blast, man. Shout out to everybody who was on the cruise. Just an amazing experience. You guys heard it live on the podcast. The energy was phenomenal. The people, everything was just beautiful. Um, the islands were great. Uh, but next time we would be going straight to solid ground. All right. So <laughs> Jamaica, solid ground. Jamaica, 2019. Jamaica, phenomenal life. Jamaica, 2019. Uh, we're going to bypass the boat and just go straight to the island and um, go to an, an all-inclusive resort, man. And uh, it's going to be amazing. I already know. Montego Bay. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So, of course, we'll let you guys know how to sign up for that. Those of you who missed the cruise and, you know, want to come join us in Jamaica, feel free. Um, but, yeah, no, we, uh, we're we back, man. And uh, we got straight back and straight to Dallas. Dallas was amazing. Dallas was our, our probably our biggest event yet, mm-hmm. um, just in terms of our take controls, right? The, the take controls yeah, are a little Texas smaller. Texas is big, baby. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> they came out, man. Texas showed out, man. Had a great time in Dallas. Uh, just, a, just an incredible day, man. So thank you to everybody who came out there as well. Um, man, catch me up, guys. What's up? Carl still having the best day ever. You know what I'm saying? I got it. Let me do do my fair file first, and then we'll catch up on your day, because this this happened in Dallas. So let me just keep it right there. So fair file, uh, I get, you know, off of the plane, right? I'm not E, right? I don't have an insider, so I actually have to take (laughs) public transportation, if you will, right? You know what I'm saying? So... I'm like in this weird spot where I'm like caught between, I'm 35. So like, I think like the cutoff to be a millennial is like 36. So I might be at like the top, top, the oldest millennial that can possibly be. So I'm still caught up between this whole Uber thing. Like I'm, I'm with it, but I ain't all the way with it. And like a couple times it burnt me. Cause dude, I was at last time I was at the Western, my man was driving around. 
I'm like, yo, I'm at the Westin Hotel. Where were we? Miami or Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, yo, I'm at the Westin. My man can't find me. Long story short, he cancels my ride, right? And they charge me $5 because he can't find me. I'm like, yo, first of all, that's crazy. So then I swore off Uber for a little while, right? Just because I'm stubborn. So I'm like, yo, I got out of <laughs> Dallas. I'm like, man, it's a taxi right here. I'm going to take the taxi. So uh, I get in the taxi, right? And I'm sitting in the taxi. I'm a little nervous because dude is like, okay, where you going? I'm like, downtown. He was like, okay, where is that? I was like, whoo, okay, this is going to be different. He's like, can you give me the address? So I give him the address, and he puts it in his phone, but he didn't look confident. So I'm in the back, and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, hold up. So we start driving, and my man pulls over. You know how, like, when you're leaving at the airport, it's kind of like a freeway, and you're trying to look for, like, the signs to where you're about to go next? My man pulls over on the median, just right in the middle. His car's flying by. It's on both sides. My man pulls over and he's like, can you give me that address again? I was like, uh-oh. I was like, all right. So I gave him the address to the Omni, downtown Dallas. I'm like, yo, it's downtown Dallas. He was like, oh, okay, cool. So he's sitting up there about five minutes as I keep giving it to him. And he keeps repeating it wrong. I'm like, 577 Lamar Street. So he was like, four. I'm like, bruh, I just said five. Like, So now I'm like, okay. So logically, what would y'all do in that situation? He can't, his, something wrong with his phone. So what would y'all do? I'm jumping out, bro, because my man is trying to run, run up the bill on me. Okay. E, Carl jumping out. I mean, E jumping out. Carl, what would you do? So my first thing is, let me give you my phone, dog. On it. Like, here yeah, no, my no, no. Okay, so I, I went a similar route, Carl. I was like, look, no big deal. I got an iPhone. Granted, it's not a 10, but it should get us there. Let me put in Google Maps. I'll Google Map it. I'll just tell you which exits to hit. Right? right. So, mind you, it's only like a... 20-some minute ride to downtown. So I'm like, all right, cool. So it starts off, I'm saying, all right, cool, go here. Everything seems to be fine, but then we get on the highway. Now, unbeknownst to me, it's like 82 different highways you got to take to get to downtown from the Dallas airport. Like, it ain't just like a straight shot, of course. So we riding. So I tell my man, I'm like, oh, okay, in a mile, your exit is on the right. My man here is right and just goes, Boom! I'm talking about we almost run off the road. Another car behind us honking. Ba 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 ba. I'm like, yo. I'm like, my man. He look. He yelling at me. You said right. I said, bruh. I said in a mile we're gonna take the exit on the right. So I'm like, okay, no problem. Whatever. We lived. The entire time I'm trying to give my man direction. Every time he hears a direction, he doesn't look. I'm talking about no blinker, no nothing. I'm telling him like. Okay, on your left, boom, my man is over. And I'm like literally in the back about to die. I'm not, this is not a joke. Like, I'm not playing. So I'm like, yo, okay, you bugging. I'm like, bruh, slow down. You know what I'm saying? Get it. So finally, I'm like, all right, cool. Here come your exit on the right. Oh, so now I got to watch the traffic behind me because I can't tell him the direction until it's clear. So now I'm literally driving in the back seat. So I'm like, all right, it's like a video game, right? So I'm like, all right, bruh. Get over on the right. It's about to get off right here. Cool. So we get off, and it's like a split. So I said, right here, my man. Exit right here, right here, right here, right here. Boom, he stays on the freeway, and you know how that go. You stay on the freeway, it reroutes you. You got another 10 minutes onto the trip. Mm -hmm. So now we got to get off the freeway, circle around, come back. Now, he he's not even sure how to circle around and get back on the freeway. So I got to give him directions when we get off the freeway. Like, 
hit a U-turn, go back to the freeway. We go back, he misses it again. Now, mind you, here go another 10 minutes onto the trip. So finally, <laughs> after all of this, we end up like a mile from the hotel. We still can't find the hotel. I was about to get out and walk, but I seen that we didn't have to get on the highway. So I was like, look, my man, I think we could hit it, just drive straight down the street, <laughs> right? So I drive, we drive all the way down the street. Finally, we get to the Omni. We pull up at the Omni, and I'm like, okay, now, my bill is like- $400. At least $400. $400. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So, now, what would you do if your bill is $400? It should have been about $40. I'm giving my man $25, and we out. Right. So, I get out the car, and you know me. I'm pretty even killed. Like, I'm not about to jump on my man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So I, I walk around, I get my bag out the back, I go to my man, he's got his handy little phone out with the square on the top, and I was like, my man, um, I think you should probably take a little something off the trip, you know, since your phone wasn't working, and you know, you missed all them turns, you missed all them exits, bro, I was rock- joy riding, it took us like an hour and a half to get here, I'm thinking maybe you could take a couple dollars off the hookup, my man looks dead at me. No smile, no nothing to say. It's not my fault your GPS is broken. <laughs> wow. Duh, I start crying. Yo, it was wow. so funny. My man, I was like, yo. I was like, what? He was like, it's not my fault your GPS is broken. $85. I was like, what? My wow. man was like, 85 And he like started getting angry. I was like, I just gave him the credit card. I was like, here, bro. Like, I'm here. I'm not about to let you ruin my whole Dallas trip. Mm, so I paid mm, my man. Mm. But my man at the nerve, at the end of all of that, had the nerve to say, it ain't my fault your GPS is broken. So fair mm. enough. I stopped doing cab. I, I don't do cabs no more forever. Bruh, I've, I, not got, I've not gotten in the cab in the last year where they didn't mix a, miss an exit. Bro, I'm like, or, yo, I'm just tripping. I'm like, yo, you drive like, a you cab a in, in the bro. city for a living. I'm like, unless this, it had to be like day one, bro. It had to I was going like, to ask you that, yo, if it was my man's first trip or something. But no, we call, I call, I had to report my man. And not because I'm not even on that. You know, that ain't my thing. But I just like let the co- cab company know like somebody about to die, FYI. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to help somebody. Like, no, it was dangerous, y'all. Like no, my I'm heart just was tripping beating on the extra. I'm, I'm tripping on why they, why they always miss an exit. I'm like, right. bro. Oh, and you know in the big like city, hustle. when you miss an exit, it's like a, a oh, half hour oh, detour. Man. You know what it's I'm saying? It's a hustle, bro. I'm like, yo, y'all need to go get a job that you feel comfortable with the salary because you're trying to take advantage of me. You know what I'm saying? Every single cab I've gotten into in the last year, because I, I fool with Uber just because it's one solid price. Yeah, I, I agree, like but that. sometimes, like I said, I don't like that whole they can't find you, and then I got to look at the map, and then I'm frustrated because they look like they right there, and all of a sudden they bend the right on the uh, the little map, and you see them. <laughs> That's like a joke they, from they two minutes to ten minutes. minutes away. Oh, I get, that get, that get me hot, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just have to start doing the black car like E. When you pull up and they got your name on the sign. That's and it. You get shuffled and you into think the I'm being bougie. Hey, everybody. I just don't want to be charged. Hey, here listen. it is. Everybody you got ain't got that kind of. You should have uh, been a black car anyway. The way our bank saying, account set up. You should have been a black car anyway. You know what I'm saying, Carl? The way my bank account set up, I got a savings and a checking. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm just saying, Carl, with all of this fair of five, he just should do black car. That way, when we had to talk about it, I, you know well, what I'm saying? I do, I do black car when I'm with you. <laughs> right, right. 
Hey, Black Car, if y'all listening, we want to, we want y'all to sponsor the podcast if y'all it, listening, it, so we can please. get that service. No, nah, it was I'm talking about ridiculous, and so yeah, no, nah, but you know, like the convenience, like when you when I as soon as I walked out, I had my bag, everything. You know, you just want to get to the hotel. You had a you know couple hour flight. You like, man, I just want to hurry up and get to the hotel. As soon as I stepped out, I seen the cab line right there. Nobody in the cab line. Cab ready to go. I'm like, bet, let's just go. Not that big a deal. We're going downtown. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, he knows how to get to downtown. My man was like, nope, no idea. And they had the nerve to tell me my GPS was broken. So anyway, <laughs> um, just thought I'd let y'all know that my man was fine. Uh, and uh, the cab company, whoever y'all is, uh, I pray for y'all insurance policy. All right. Um, real quick, Carl. Well, hold on. I, I don't know, Carl. I got some. I don't know if this is fair or fine. I don't know what this is. You got a fair file? Okay, let's hear it. Let's I don't get know it, if it's yeah. fair or foul. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's fair or foul, but I, I, I you know, I don't know. I, you, you see, you come up with the, the term that we should use, right? But, you know, back in the day, everybody could smoke. Like, when I was coming up, if you wanted to smoke, you smoke wherever you want to smoke. Right. And, and, Somebody yeah. told me the other day you used to be able to smoke on an airplane. I was like, anywhere my you want to smoke, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, you, anywhere you want to smoke, you grown, right? So somebody came out with this law that if you're a smoker, you know, there are designated spots for smoking. I love it. I think it's a great idea. Why? Because I don't smoke. And so they said secondhand smoke is worse, right? So I got another, and I, all my people that follow me, y'all know I'm never on edge, but I'm on, and forgive me because y'all going to be like, eat bougie now. But I think there needs to be another designation, right? So uh -oh. um, <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out with my wife, right? And we're at the uh, Grand Lux, which we don't, you know, get to do often. So we're at the Grand Lux, right? And I'm, bruh, we're QT. See, I'm all about that life. I'm like in retirement zone. Like I'm trying not to, you know what I'm saying, do the things I used to do. I know I'm probably still doing it, but, you know, I try my hardest not to do it. So, you know, we having a, a, a dinner and Didi uses the term. She was like, oh, we're having, you know, uh, intimate times. That's the term she used, right? So that way she don't got to get on the podcast and say I'm lying, right? So, so we eating, we having a great time, you know, um, it seems like she's enjoying her, herself. And all of a sudden a family comes next to us with about nine family members. Another nine, looked like about four or five of them was like kids. And one of them was uh, not an infant. I think she might've been 11 months old, right? Great family, you could tell, you know, they were great family, having a great time. But for whatever reason, the baby didn't want to sit down. And so the baby started screaming and hollering and mess up my intimate. You know what I'm saying? I finally got an intimate time. My girl finally like, yo, this is, you know, my girl finally like, yo, you sitting down talking to me. I'm looking in her, you know, eyes as much as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? We enjoying ourselves, small talk. She says intimate time, like this is great. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, it, do, is it fair to say, and the restaurants now has designated, so smokers on one side <laughs> and people with infants on another side. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm like, I don't man. know if that's wrong, but I'm like, bruh, like, I'm not mad at y'all. Like, y'all should be able to come out and enjoy a dinner with y'all family. But when it but when it gets to the point where you're secondhand screaming, you know what I'm saying? Like, secondhand <laughs> screaming is killing me. I'm just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill and uh, I want to be a law one day. Like we need to just sit down uh, and just say, sure. let's get a designated yeah, are you spot. You're going to be out here picketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, bruh, I promise you, bruh. I'm <laughs> not, and again, I love E.T. Love the babies. 
But like that's your screaming and hollering, baby. I don't know why I have to participate in that. I'm, I'm not 100 sure. And then it's awkward if you say, "Can you move us?" You're like, uh, "Can we move?" He's like right in the middle of your entree. He's like, "Yo, just go ahead and drop my joint on, on, on the other side of the restaurant." No, I get it. I'm gonna be real. I, I don't take my kids out to eat. You know, y'all know me. Right? Carl is a G. Carl take his kids everywhere. My kids don't go nowhere. People like people, hey, but here, when hey, we go see. places. People think me and Candace single. They like, where are y'all kids? I'm like, I don't know. Right, no, right. Don't care. Hey, here's the challenge though. See, so so okay. So the screaming is one part. I'm not, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like that bothered me, right? Because it took the focus off me and my wife. But what really hurt me. Okay, I okay. He, he got kids on the line, so I'm gonna leave this alone. We're just gonna go here. <laughs> but just imagine if you will. We're having a great time, see? It's a great setup. You know what I'm saying? It's a great day. We're having a phenomenal day. So the baby's screaming and hollering. So, okay, that's one thing. But now all of a sudden, Didi goes into mother zone, right? Mm. So now Didi goes into mother zone because baby crying and she feel she bad for the out. family. Yeah. Now she entertaining the baby. So we went mm. from intimate intimacy mm. moment yeah, here to... to Entertaining, look, the crying, and to not Diddy kissing, mwah, 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 uh, blowing kisses at the little bit, mwah, mwah, mwah. And so the mm. little baby stops crying, looking at Diddy, and trying to mwah, mwah, mwah. And then before you know it, not Diddy mad at me because the lady says something, and I go flamingo. So you <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah at the baby. Hey, I just so now I'm together. talking to the mom, and now me and mom kicking it. Oh, we went all yeah. the way back to Jalen and Jada. And bro, the whole intimacy gone. Oh, uh, no intimacy, like, no dirty oh, Santa. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, bro, <laughs> no dirty <laughs> Santa. <laughs> and then we walk away and pay for all nine. Some kind of way we got trapped to the pay, mm. uh, to the baby and to the family. We didn't pay for all nine of them to eat and oh, left a good tip. Oh, that's a given. Oh, oh, you planted, you given, planted man. some seeds. Eh? You planted yeah. some I'm beautiful saying, seeds. Yeah. I'm just saying. Listen to me. Baby screaming, hollering, family designation. You put wow, them smokers yeah, nah. on one side, screaming babies across from uh, the smoke. I'm, I'm almost to the point where I ban my kids from the grocery store, dinner. I mean, like, we just, like, from the car into the house. Like, if it ain't, like, specifically <laughs> designed for kids, I'm not going. Because uh, I'll be real. Trey know how to chill out. Avery, nah. She, like, she not trying to sit down. She not trying to be held like she want to be on the go. So we go out to dinner and it's like we got to eat in shifts. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm -hmm, nah, right, I'm good right. on that. And she not quite <laughs> old enough where you could just check her. You know what I'm saying? She's still like, I feel like until they can like fully talk, you know, you can't just be like, sit your butt down. It don't work. You know what I'm saying? Like she's still little. So anyway, yeah, no, I'm with you. Secondhand screaming uh, is killing mm, folks. Yeah, yeah. E and Diddy just going to be in a little retirement center. They just put you <laughs> right in the... The back of the restaurant where they just got walkers and canes and, you know what I'm saying? No they, question. They, they no give question. you a little Pepto-Bismol right after no dinner, question. you know what I'm saying? No like, question. I'll take it. I'll take it over screaming babies. I'll take it. Uh, oh, well, let me tell y'all something, man. I'm so proud of E, man. Carl, you left. I'm so proud of E. Let me tell you something. The VIP dinner in Dallas mm. had the best chicken I have oh, ever Lord. had uh -oh. in my natural life, Carl. It was. It came. Out, listen, and you know I'm beef all day. Like I, I right. prefer a steak, whatever. And I and I didn't know it was like it was like family style, right? So we was just smashing. They had like some brisket. It's Texas, right? Some brisket, some chicken, and some fish. 
And so I had, I thought I was going to order a la carte or whatever by myself. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to get the brisket for sure. But they brought it all out family style so you could try some of everything. They brought this chicken out. And it was. Wow. It was wow. a grilled chicken Succulent. curl. But Succulent. it looked like it was fried. I can't explain yes, it. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. But it had a white sauce that was like, like drizzled over the top. But then it also had like a little orange sauce from some of the grease. It was oh, but, bruh. <laughs> I'm talking about fire. Uh, let me tell you something. By, by the time, so e, let me tell you how good it looked. You know how like, by the time, like E's got to him first. He was at the other end of the table, right? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was down there talking the whole night. By the time they set it down, you know, me and E been together for a while. So I looked at the chicken and I looked up to look at E to let E know the chicken was looking fire and E was already staring right at me with the stank <laughs> face. Yeah. E Bruh. was like, <laughs> I was like, bruh. Bruh. And then I, I knew it. Then, oh, I took a bite. E looked at me for confirmation and I was mm. like, whoa. Shout out to I Texas get Price. So uh, weak in the meat. <laughs> I, I, I lose fucking drugs. Uh, and something takes over me. Oh, yeah. play that for me, Will. Come on, Will. Play that for me, Will. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no doubt, bro. I'm talking about that chicken was lit. And it's I looked at I've E and seen. I was like, yo, I have yeah. never felt sorrier for a vegan in yep. my entire ever. life. Wow. And I know E's a ghetto vegan. So I was right, just letting right. E, you know, I, I, it's, here go my job as a, a vegan supporter. My job as a vegan supporter is to let you know when it's worth coming off the vegan. Out of it. No question. No Because he, he no knows. There's been asked. plenty of times where I was like, look, go on the style. No, I'll go vegan with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might as well be vegan right now. But this right, was right. one of them where I looked at E and I was mm. like, my friend, and if I you want to come it, off. See? I was about to eat it. So I went upstairs and told Didi, I found the one to come off, Didi. <laughs> downstairs. I found the one. Because Didi always like, you know, Didi always like, you know, she's like, all right, so for us to do this right, you know what I'm saying? She's like, you know, every blue moon, we're going to have to, you know, treat ourselves. I was like, all right, cool. So she's like, the first of the year, mm-hmm. I'm going to do Popeye's. And I was like, no, nah, we can't come off of it for no Popeye. Like, I'm not willing to do that with you. Like, to me, Popeye's is not worth eating no chicken off no Popeye's. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't we didn't do it. So I was, I came upstairs, was like, Didi, I know you didn't do it January. But I found, I found the one, the mm, one uh, that, the, Neo. I found Neo, uh, the, the chicken. <laughs> I found Neo. I found the chosen one. And uh, she looked, stared at me and was like, oh, we're not about to eat no chicken. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm with you. But had we both been downstairs when it came out together, we would have fallen to temptation. It would have uh, been the I'm apple about in the garden. Yeah. I keep wow, Carl so falling. Oh, oh. <laughs> in and out of vegan and chicken. Oh. Is, Carl, is that bad that uh, my veganism consists of telling my vegan friends when to no cheat? No questions asked. No, cheat. I think it's fair. No, because no, you that's said it. That's like that's as fair. close yeah, to a vegan fair. as I'm going to get. You know what I'm no, saying? No, that's you fair. Got, you got to tell them. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, man. Um, so shout out to Texas Spice and the Omni Hotel. That If you go there, I think it's called a. A beer can chicken or something like that. Oh, mm. beer can is exactly. Mm. Oh, what that might have might have had a little beer in it because I definitely felt drunk when I got done eating that joint. I was uh in heaven. Um, hey, and don't forget um John Decker, man. John Decker, leader in development of rooms, man. Never heard of that before. I guess he's my new insider. 
Oh, shout out, man. Come on, man. man. Don't do, come Let me tell you, Carl. <laughs> there we go again. You need to get your own <laughs> podcast for that foolishness. I don't want to hear about John. You know what I'm saying? John didn't even introduce himself to me. He did to Shatay. I was there all weekend. He introduced himself to a Tay. I got in, Carl. They put me in the um, the Leave It to Beaver room. Um, it was it was two beds. And I'm like, come on, don't do me like that, because my wife, only child, she'll easily be like, as a matter of fact, she was like, okay, I'm gonna take the bed close to the bathroom, you take that bed. I was like, please, I'm not <laughs> sleeping in no se- a separate bed. I called piss. Like, why in the world? They was like, we sold out. You said, I said, don't lie. I didn't say a queen. You sold out. Just be honest and say you sold right. out. That's it. Don't say I ordered a queen. So John Decker found out the next morning, he was like, yo, that. That's E.T. the hip-hop pre- car. Right, so they, they kicked some the old suite. lady and her husband out the bed, <laughs> oh, made them go Carl. to a little double boy, and you ruined somebody else's dirty Santa. Hey, let me tell you something. Hey, let me tell you something, Carl. This is the first suite Didi and I ever had where the entire wall from the living room all the way to the bathroom is glass. You're just mm. looking at the city. I've never been in a room like this before. Didi was like, come in and look at the bathroom. I was like, for what? She's like, no, no, you gotta see it. I was like, Didi, I've been in a million rooms. No, come and see it. That sucker, she said she don't wanna go home. She does not oh, wanna wow. go to our Lansing bathroom and uh, in, in comparison to this. So yeah, man, shout out to John. He put us up, man, and, and you know how it is, see, cut the room not a, more than half. So shout out to my boy John, man. Every time I'm here, I'm coming to the Let me say this to John. John, I got to, I just so happened my flight came in a little early, and I had to sit in the sports bar for four and a half hours (laughs) waiting on my room. You know what I'm saying? So You didn't tell them who you were. You didn't tell them who you were. uh, I did. They, turns out they had no records of my... My sweetness. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I, I told him at the front desk, yeah, I was supposed to have an insider. <laughs> they was like, uh, what's your name? I was like, uh, uh, CJ. They was like, yeah, no no insider here by that name. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I figured it was worth a shot. Because I still don't know, like, how they, do they, do they Google you? Or, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, hey. Anyway, uh, do y'all think we should actually start the podcast and talk about anything I, I, substantive, I, or should we just <laughs> hey, continue no, to climb? Just keep it going. Just keep it going. Okay, you know, hey, we hey, we got negative feedback today. I don't care what y'all oh, say. We got to do it. Let me tell you something. Oh, I love. Um, I, I'm concerned, and I'm also encouraged at the same time. I'm encouraged by the fact that you guys listen so intently to the podcast. I really am. But I'm concerned about the fact that like a hundred people came up to me in Dallas and said, "How come you ain't did that negative feedback yet? Why do y'all want to like see three us or suffer four people. Yeah. so bad? Like, why do y'all want to see us suffer? Y'all know most of them about me. You got a couple, Carl got a couple, but you know they about me. You want to just see me <laughs> suffer, and uh, so today you'll finally get your 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 pound of flesh. All right, we're gonna read the mm. negative comments today. So we'll we start with them, or we just you want to go deep and then come back to that? Uh, you want to start with them? Oh, we can start I'm, with them. I guess we're on the road now. I Let don't have see. to do them. Let me yeah, pull I'm them positive. Out now. I don't have to oh, do them. Oh boy, cue to Taylor Swift. Let's go. All right. Ah <laughs> uh-huh, man, these people, man, it's just wrong. All right. Um, it's just you know, hey, it is what it is. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you're new to the podcast. Listen, man, we get a ton of supporters who write in and tell us how much the podcast is helping them 
helping their marriage, helping them financially, you know, helping them go to the next level as entrepreneurs, whatever it is, right? And all of that is great. We love it. You guys are awesome. But we figured from an entertainment standpoint, all right, it'd be better for us to read the negative comments for your uh, pleasure and entertainment at our suffering. And so we do appreciate everybody who writes in all the positive stuff. It's just not fun to read that, right? You guys hear that and it's like, okay, cool. You're in your car, you're about to fall asleep as I'm reading the comments about how great E.T. is. But the negative ones for some reason have been a, a hit <laughs> so far on the podcast. So let's, uh, let's start with Devin in LA, you son of a gun you. Uh, imagine turning on a movie that you thought your favorite actor was starring in, only to be disappointed by the fact that they actually have a limited role and some no-name is the lead role. That describes this podcast. <laughs> if you want to hear stories about some guy named CJ's family, this podcast is for you. If you want more E.T. <laughs> that sounds like uh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Oh, ah man, okay. Hey, I'm I'm jotting down the names of the cities. Next time we come to, to LA, Devin, we're looking R for you. Ricky in Miami said horrible. Actually, horrible is a compliment for this podcast. Should rename the podcast from Secrets to Success to Secrets to a Slow Death. I turned on one episode. <laughs> I turned on one episode and literally heard ET say, I'm not against the cow getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we knew that I'll one was going to come back to bite us. We knew that come one was on, coming. Come on, man. I'll pass. Um, what is, uh, Carter in Rhode Island said, what is this? I turned on this podcast expecting to hear E.T. And all I got was some jack <laughs> named C.J. acting like he knows everything. <laughs> Just not what I expected. Sorry. Uh, let's see. They're coming for you today, see? Oh, they are. I got a bunch of them. Uh, Nelson in Toronto said... You know how you don't actually need a pancreas? I mean, it's there, but you could live without it. That's kind of how I feel about Carl on this podcast. He's there, but nobody knows what he does or if he's actually needed. A, pan a pancreas? Who the says pancreas. that? Uh, let me see. Well, hey, 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 he was, no, no, he was appealing to my biology side. Yeah, that's maybe. What it was. Okay, okay. Uh, that's all I got right kinda now. Kind of deep. Okay. All right. Mm. So, kind of deep, Carl. That's <laughs> yeah, that's it, guys. So, uh, not a, all right. I had one so more, they shouldn't have to hear nothing else for another six months. Yeah. They should be good for another uh, six months. All right, so uh, let me tell you my story about Trey. Just because um, somebody, Devin, right. you want to be a butthead. Uh, I actually am tired right now. Thank you so much for your, like, I'm glad you want to hear about my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, That uh, makes me feel good. Yeah, I, I didn't get to bed till late because I was up arguing with a four-year-old. And, mm. uh, man, we still on this sleep thing, man. It's crazy. Like, he still want to jump into bed. So last night I'm like, go upstairs, get into bed, just lay there and I'll come check on you, whatever. So I come upstairs and I'm checking on him and I'm like, he gets out the bed, of course, comes in my room. He's like, Dad, you're not gonna believe this. It's so spooky in there. Every time I turn the light off, everything goes like this. And he like does his hands like in a little claw fashion. And I was like, so like we go, we're going back and forth for like an hour with this. And finally he comes back in, I said, buddy, listen to me, it's just your imagination. He says to me, Dad, listen to me. It's not my imagination. It's the dark. 
<laughs> so I didn't get much sleep, but um, we're here anyway, man. So Devin, that story is for you. Uh, hope you enjoy. You feel it. me? You know what I'm saying? Because here goes the thing. You writing these negative comments, but I know you're still listening. You know what I'm saying? No, no That's doubt. how the negative no, people no do. Doubt. You're a yeah. troll, so you're just sitting around listening. All right, cool. So let me t- so let me go. E, you said something, and I, I apologize. If you got something else you want to talk about, we can talk about it um, as soon as we finish this. But you just said something. Deep. You said you paid for all the all the um, that that family's whole meal, right? And so I was um, the other week, and shout out to my wife, who was like the most giving person in the history of the world, right? I think we talked about it before, but we had had a conversation about like tithes and giving back and stuff like that. Now, I'm always down to give back. We take care of a lot of people. We look out. I think we talked about that before. And, you know, me and my wife, we had a little thing like, okay, it's 10%, like, okay, to the church. And that's like 10% plus like all the money we give it all combined is 10 or like, she was like, no, 10 to the (laughs) church off the top. I'm like, net or gross? She was like, gross. I'm like, baby, we didn't even get that money. She was like, no, 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 the church get the first 10. All right, cool. So we go through all of that, whatever. But anyway, it, as by principle, we have been blessed beyond measure. And we give it back and we look out for people and we try to bless people on a reg. And not just like family, just like, you know, people in general. If we can be a blessing or we notice a situation where we can be a blessing, we try to do such. And, um, you know, it's funny, you know, you, you know, E, and I, I want you to really talk about this because, you know, I got this from you just in terms of being so um, generous, um, but you know, because a lot of people, and we'll get into it, you know, don't believe in that, right? So anyway, I was talking to somebody the other day who was like, they had um, an account that they started that was like a charity account, right? And this person is super philanthropic and generous and all of that, and they were like, yo, we had a charity account, and I try to, you know, give away all the money in the charity account by the end of the year. Now, this person is not, you know, Warren Buffett by any means, but they're not hurting, you know what I mean? Decent. So they said they had at the end of the, in December they had um, ten thousand in the charity account and they were like oh you know what I'm saying like they thought about taking a vacation or doing something you know nice you know buying themselves something they were like oh I, I didn't give it away you know I didn't have anything to give it to I gave away a bunch of money out of the charity account but I got this ten thousand left and he was like yo I wrestled he was like it was weird I was wrestling for like two days in my head like do I spend it or find something to do with it. He said all of a sudden somebody sent him like a Kickstarter thing where um, I guess some guy had died of cancer like unexpectedly and like a family, you know, um, needed help burying him or whatever. My man said, you know, he was like, that was the sign he needed from God to just say, all right, cool. He just took the whole 10000 out and gave it to the family. Boom, done deal. He was like, I kid you not. He said he had a condo that he was renting out in uh, another state. Right, that he had kind of just been renting out because he didn't know what to do with it or anything, you know, want to do anything with it. He said the condo was worth like 80 grand. He said uh, somebody called him like three days after he gave the 10,000 out and offered him 140,000 for the condo. Hmm, and he wow. out of nowhere, he was like, wow. bro, I wasn't, it wasn't on the market, nothing. Somebody just called me up and was like, I'll give you 140. He was like, bro, I made $60,000 off the condo just like wow. that. And he was like, I was sitting there wrestling. And he was like, yo, I didn't even know why. I was having this inner debate about like, should I be, you know, um, saving this money or should I use this money for my own? Or it was like, it it was Mm. in the charity account. He was like, I just had given so much that I was like, man, let me just go ahead and keep this 10,000. And so it was funny because it, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. So this was, this was a while ago. So I didn't even tell y'all this. Uh, Maybe, I don't know. No, I think I told Josh. 
Anyway, so we come back from the cruise, <laughs> Candace and I, now mind you, we're on a cruise, you know, life is good. You know, we go pick up the kids, come back. I got a check from the IRS from 2015 saying, sorry, we accidentally overcharged you for $4,300. Wow. Just sitting in wow. the mailbox. Hmm. And you know, and I was like, wow. man, like, yo, I was like, now, like I said, you know, we, we do well. And, you know, I was, I'm definitely like, okay, that was a blessing. And this, you know, my story wasn't as dramatic as his. But from 2015, because they had sent me something like a couple months ago, like, hey, we think in 2015, we, you know, we might have messed up, whatever. Can you refile? So we refiled everything exactly how it was supposed to be, whatever. And we got home from the cruise and had this check sitting in the mailbox. And I was sitting there and I was like, for one second, I was looking at Candace and I was just like, it kind of felt weird because I'm like, yo, not now, trust me, I'm not E, I ain't got an insider, and I'm still taking a taxi to the hotel. <laughs> but I'm like, we don't necessarily need this 4200, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you think about like, man, there's people who like, you know, might be struggling to pay their rent this month that need like somebody to tell them from 2015, you got an extra, maybe it's not 4200, you got an extra $600 from 2015, right? And then Candace was like, reminded me like, no, this is the boomerang coming back from the Holy mm -hmm. Ghost because yeah. we are so generous and we do look out for people and we don't, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, we're not tight when it comes to giving back and looking out for people. So I was just like, man, I thought about that and I was just like, yo, I wonder how much more people would have if they weren't so tight mm. and holding so fast to what they have. And E, if you want to shed some light on this just because you know, I learned this from you because I was petty before. Yeah. I told you, like, I'm I'm just, and I'm still, God is still working with me. Like I told you, if I, like, I watch E go up and give people like $500 and like slip it in their purse or their pocket when they're not looking and just walk off never to be seen again. I go to Starbucks and if I got a dollar and they turned around while I was putting the tip in the cup, I might wait for them to turn back around and like, Slip it in there and <laughs> wait for them to, oh, thank you, sir. Right, hey, don't mention it. Don't, you know, don't mention it. Hey, I'm just doing my duty. You know what I'm saying? I'm petty like that. Shout out to everybody out there listening, laughing in their car right now because you do the same thing, right? No, that's right. <laughs> I look at E and I see how, you know, generous and philanthropic and, you know, obviously there was a situation at the church where he just gave an ungodly amount of money to somebody whose house was, you know, in ruin and... You know, E, can you just, I, I think more people need to hear this. And maybe this, you know, I don't know if this is a whole topic for today or if it's something that we could really dig into or if y'all feeling me on that. But it just hit me the other day when that check came and I was just like, yo, people you, it, in this world, we're so, like, we're conditioned to, like, hold on tight hmm. and, like, yeah. you know, get everything on your own and not give it out. And I guess I'm like, man, is it, I don't know, is it, is it because you have that it's so easy, you know? Or, or, or like, if I was if I, if I was struggling to pay our mortgage this month, could I be so philanthropic, mm, you know? Yeah. And and so I, I guess he kind of expand on. Yeah, no. The, see, I think it's the same thing you say with everything else. You, you know, it's a greatness is a mindset. It's not necessarily after you're real, real good did you become great. You know, it's a mindset. You know, and I think when you know, and I do a lot of self reflecting, so. That next day after the, you know, we had a podcast on the cruise and I got up and did my morning worship, I was just like, yo, E, for real, what came over you with the no boy? You know what I'm saying? Like, why'd you get so emotional about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you just said you have a hard time saying no. Like, why couldn't you just say that? Like, why did you get so emotional? Why did you start crying? And I asked, and I, you know, I really asked myself, you know, what, what was going on? And what hit me, see, was so many people said yes to me, you know, and so mm. many people were responsible for mm. me getting so where getting I am there. right now. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not one of those individuals, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, see? I'm just not one of those individuals that did it on my own, you know, whatever it was, homeless, somebody, you know, at church was like, yo, you homeless? I was like, yeah. They was like, all right, well, you can stay with us, but only for six months. If you don't go to college, we're kicking you out. You know, um, somebody did a letter of recommendation. A couple people from church raised money for me to go to college. When I was homeless, there were church members who at least made sure I ate or whatever. And so my whole life has just been a life of, you know, Kenny Anderson had this big conference for the San Diego State University on uh, retention. And he allowed me 15, 20 minutes to speak at his conference. You, you know, so, when, when, so, so for me, that's why I was like, yo, see, how do you say no to people when so many people said yes hmm. to you, you know, and you are where you are. Mr. B put me in my first suite. I remember the Weston, Detroit, Michigan at the airport. You know, he introduced me to Bill Clinton, gave me an opportunity to serve at a um, Democratic National Convention. I got to meet, you know, Bill Clinton. You know, so, so many people looked out for me, see, that this is like, so I have now, of course, I have to be cautious and know when to say no. But every time, you know, I say yes, I'm saying yes because the people who said yes to me. And all I'm trying to do is not get them $500, see. I'm trying to give them an opportunity. I'm trying to open up a door. But I always say this. Uh, we were just shopping yesterday and Didi was like, okay, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this for this person, I'm going to get this for this person, I'm going to get this for this person, mm -hmm. you know? And the lady was like, oh, okay, you know, kind of like looking at D, you know, and like, you know, what, you got a baby almost? And Didi was like, no, my kid's grown, you know? But I just remember Didi doing that when we were kids, like finding a dollar. At that time, see, it was like TJ Mack, the dollar rack, the $2 rack, you know what I'm saying? And she would put stuff away and give people when they need. So now it's Macy's. So it might be $6, you know what I'm saying? It might be $7 on sale. But, but we didn't have any money then, and we have money now. So I don't think it's a money issue. I think it's a mindset. And, and again, a lot of us uh, come from working communities. We come from working parents, or some of us have family members that were on welfare. And so it is that concept, see, of, yo, you got to hold on to what you have because mm -hmm. you don't have a lot, when that's really a lie. The, the, the real deal, see, is you reap what you sow. And like Candace said, you will never reap generously and not return, not, it's not returned to you generously. And um, I finally, man, after all these years, I started praying the other day and I was like, God, I don't want to compromise, but I do want a sponsor, you know? And then all of a sudden, my boy Teron calls me, who's moved up in the world and was like, yo, E, hey man, you got any opportunities in Florida? We, you know, we, we, AT&T wants to, whatever. And I'm like, wow. Then C hits me the same night. Like, yo, E, somebody who, you know, works with us or has been a part of ETA and listen to the videos, they're doing very well for themselves and they want to give back. And I'm just like, wow, I was waiting on this company or this company or this company. But it's fitting, Carl, that the person that wants to give to me is a person who's made millions of dollars, he feels, off of being inspired by our stuff. So I'm just like, wow, 
it's, it's going to come back to you. And I, and I just want to encourage somebody because it may not come back in two years or it may not come back in three years. But I promise you on everything I love. When I got this hotel, man, when I got this hotel and I'm like, yo, looking outside, like from all angles. And my man was like, this how much it costs, but we're going to cut it 60 percent. I just was like, yo, see that that might be that time that I paid for somebody's mm. meal. Now, it might not come back as a meal, but it's coming back as almost $345 savings times seven days. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, see, it's just a mindset. And this is how you break it to me. You get around other givers. You get mm -hmm. in an environment where other people are giving. That's good. So, <clears throat> one, to take the fear away, because, like, if you're running with them, you're going to see that, yeah, they give, but you're going to see that they get back way more than they give. And then the other thing is you're going to see how they go about doing it. You know, it's going to take, it's going to, as C say, de demystify it. It's going to take hey. away that fear from it. Hey, I, I'm going to just say this, Issa. Don't lose where you're going, but I'm going to say no, this. No, I'm, I'm through. Yesterday, Tamisha, I'm just, I'm just, I don't even know, see how you picked this topic. But yesterday, Tamisha just hit me like, yo, I'm going shopping. It wasn't like a, hey, let's go. It was like, I'm going shopping. I'm like, okay, like, what's up? I ain't say nothing, so she just left. She came back a couple hours later, and she said to me, oh, ain't nobody, baby, not getting a gift this year. I got gifts for her. She just listed down Amen. the whole list. She Amen. got gifts for every single person, like, got, got a baby this year, even the ones that's coming at the church. She got gifts for her, and I'm sitting there like, whoa. Like, I remember, I remember the transition of, like, for real, we ain't got nothing. Like, I want to give. I promise you, I want to give, but I ain't got nothing to give you. Mm -hmm. But what he just said, like, yo, being around somebody that's giving, like, Didi is, when I tell y'all, Didi, y'all hear he talk about Didi shopping all the time, but Didi shopping all the time to give to people. It ain't, like, right. probably 10% of that is for herself, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm Absolutely. talking about, she don't, Absolutely. and see, you could say it to her, like, see, your kids, see, she giving your kids gifts, like, I'm sure, like, every couple weeks, something coming. She doing course. the same thing for my kids. Yeah, so I'm and saying, I want to like, shout out, I, I'd be remiss, too, if I didn't shout out Chuck and Moni Arrington. Yeah, also another set of givers. Me, yep. You know, at a, yep. at a younger age, like we've been with y'all for a long time, obviously, since, you know, um, you know, I like I think I was like close to Jalen's age. You know what I'm saying? When I met E. And so like a lot of that, you know, and, and like I said, my, my folks always, you know, have been, you know, very generous people. And it's crazy because, you know, you try to sit there and think like, it's all relative. Like I remember back in the day, like the tithing thing was always like weird to me. Like I was like, okay, cool. Like I don't have a lot. Like I, I like I should be getting tied. Somebody should be like breaking me off with the like I'm broke. And so you, like it's crazy. So the mindset, right? So this is just how your mind works. So I remember, and this is just me being fully transparent. I remember being young and being like, yo, okay. I only made like 2000, you know, I might only took home like 1300. Now I got to give you a couple hundred out of that. I'm already hmm. short. I'm like, yo, this is too much. When I blow up and I start making some real money, that's I'm when I do out. 10%. <laughs> but then you start making real money, and now you're like, whoa, we writing a, a $5,000 check? Where? Like, You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, 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 Even though it's still the same 10%. You know, and I'm just using 10%. Forgive me if you're not Christian or whatever. I'm not even on that. We're just on... 
can you be philanthropic? Can you give back? Like whatever your 10% is or, you know, mm -hmm. above and beyond. Because I told you, my wife was like, no, tithe is 10%. Offering is a whole separate. I'm like, it's tithes <laughs> and offering. I'm like, oh, okay, wow. You know, we, we, we might as well just give it all away and just go live in a shelter somewhere. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, but while we at it, you know what I'm saying? Just like miracle on 34th Street. Um, so anyway, but. You know, it is, I think, you know, one of those things where when you don't have it, it's easy to be like, you know, I don't have anything to give. So, E, when you guys were, you know, back when you and Diddy used to have to walk 80 miles to the grocery store to get pork and beans, like, walk us through <laughs> how you were giving <laughs> back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how did you yeah, give you back what, then when y'all was on food stamps? Yeah, you know what I'm dude, saying? That's deep. Yeah, that's deep, bro. Bro, that's deep. Listen to me. For real, that's deep because... This is where this is where it's a mindset kicks in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want you to think of giving as money, guys. I want you to think as giving as you know for real. Like what do I have to give? Yeah. You, oh, you know I what I'm saying? Like I yeah. want you to think about yeah. that. Like yeah. what do you have to give? And I, and so C always tease like E the little drummer boy. That ain't no Christmas. Well, it come on during Christmas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what I love about it. Is my man say to the, like, yo, for, you know, he's saying to the king, like, yo, I have no gifts to bring. You know mm. what I'm saying? For real. I, I have no gifts to bring. But but can I play my drum for you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I got. But I promise you, if I play my drum, and I think that's where a lot of you go wrong. Like, you think mm. it's money. And if all you have to give is money, you already broke. You messed up. You know I got I'm a saying? story when you're ready. So, 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 uh, this is what we used to do, see? So, yeah, we had food stamps. But we used to invite everybody over the house after church for dinner. Mm. And during the week, if you lived in our neighborhood, if you wanted a bowl of cereal, you could eat the bowl of cereal. And then we mm. end up getting this uh, Ford Escort and we would let everybody use our Ford Escort. And then I had credit, I had um, street cred at the bank and because, you know, I had met a lady and, you know, Mary and we got a close relationship. So she used to let my homies cash their checks even though they didn't have a bank account there. You know what I'm saying? And so, no, we didn't have money, see, but you could come to our house and wash clothes or you could spend the mm. weekend there, you know, until you got, um, what's the word, like cleared to go to school. Like once your bill cleared, you could spend the night. Or like if you came in the city and was trying to get a job, you could come to our house for a week. You, you know what I'm saying? Like as a place right. to kind of stay until you got on your feet. So we may have not had money in the beginning, but whatever we had, cereal, rice, beans, it, we never were like, yo, Didi, we ain't got enough beans for ourselves, so we ain't going to feed nobody. We was like, yo, if it's our last meal, we're going to do it as a crew. Mm -hmm. And all of us, Lee Lambs, Lee's sister, Rachel, all of us used to come together and take our little bit seat and, and bring it together. And, man, we used to have a, a blast. And here's the deal. I never went without. Like, I mm -hmm. never blessed nobody and, and, and we went without. And here's a bigger kicker. If we ever needed anything, if I make a phone call right now, man, D Green would be like, yo, E, I remember you cast a check. I, me I remember them Captain Crunch. And he's not going to give me Captain Crunch blessings back. He going to mm. give me what he got now. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And say, yo, I, I'm giving you what I get, what I got now Inflation, because you e. gave me what I, that's right. Because yeah. you gave me what you had yeah. then. So yeah, it don't got to be money, y'all. Yeah, no, I was going to say real quick, see, like, and I'll tell you a story. You talked about Moni and Chuck. I did a, um, and again, what I had, I did the video editing. So I did yes, Moni's yes. dad passed, and I did a video for, you know, the family to show at the funeral. 
And no, I'm talking about, no, I'm like, Mon, you can't pay me. Like, y'all too good to me. Like, you can't pay me. I'm not accepting nothing from you. Long story short, bro, I went to school the next, this is when I'm at state, in grad school. And I'm talking about, that's the brokest you've ever been in life in grad school. I ain't got no money. I ain't got nothing. I can't pay for school. I don't know how I'm going to pay for school the next semester. I promise y'all, I ain't mean to put your, your business out, Moni, but I got to school that next semester and my next semester was paid for. Mm. Like, point blank. It was a couple months later, because I did. I remember the exact time, but it was a couple months later. I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going back to school. This is approaching like August or something now. Right, right. And I go to school like, hey, what's the bill? And they're like, oh, you ain't got no bill. I'm like, what? What do you mean you ain't got no bill? Like, I got to pay it. They're like, no, you covered for the semester. I'm like, what? So I'm looking around like, yo, how is this? And I, it just hit me like, yo, that's Moni. And I call her. And she like, she of course, she playing like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, yeah, Moni, you did that. Yeah. But it was what he just said. Like, yo, that's all I had to give. Like somebody dad passed. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I support? I ain't got no money to give you. Uh, I could, Tamisha, uh, Tamisha used to keep their kids like all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we had. We had time. We ain't had nothing else right. to give you. But right. whatever we had, you got, you know, you got it it's to crazy. us in full. Yeah. No, it's no. crazy, man. Y'all got me, uh, like, so I'm thinking, and this is back old school, 89, right? Sorry, Devin, here go another story about my family. Um, <laughs> but, but, and, and I, I think I probably told y'all this before, but anyway, so obviously we blue collar, right? But in 89, the bad boys was obviously the biggest deal in the world, right? So it was the playoffs, mm. and they were playing the Chicago Bulls. And I don't know if my dad saved up. I don't really know how he got them. But my dad got his tickets. I'm talking about me, my two brothers, mom and dad. He got his tickets to the bad boys against the Chicago Bulls, right? So Jordan, mm. Pippen, the whole nine. So we get the tickets. I mean, we geeked up all day. We finally get to the palace. We go up. I'm talking about our seats. No, these is wherever the nosebleeds were. We were above those. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't care. <laughs> Nobody care. I'm like, think about. It. I'm born in '82. It's '89. I'm seven years old, right? So, and we see, we there to see Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, Bill Lambert. I'm talking about the original bad boys. And so we're sitting there, and like we're so high, like behind us is just concrete. Like we are literally mm. in the last row of the whole thing, right? And so. My dad, me, my two brothers, and uh, my mom, we sitting there, and dude comes up to my dad out of nowhere. White guy comes up to my dad out of nowhere. Taps my dad, he said, hey man, he said, uh, you know, would, how would you like a little better seats? And my dad looked at him like, hey, don't get much better than this, does it? It's a playoff game against the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, for God's sake. So he says, look, he said, I got four tickets. He said, I see you got five with you, but your little man, he could probably sit on your lap. So if you guys want these tickets, you know, you can have them. My dad's like, what? He's like, my dad's like, man, how much? Like, you know how much I had to spend on these tickets? He said, I don't want nothing for him. He said, I just want you to have a good time. He said, I had some business partners that were supposed to come. They end up not being able to make it. I don't really feel like staying for the game. Here you go. My dad's like, where are the tickets? You know what I'm saying? My dad's like, this can't be real, right? right? So he's like, he points down by the basket and he's like, you see that waitress walking behind the basket right there? And my dad's like, yeah. And he's like, you see those four seats right there? And my dad's like, yeah, you talking about second row, right? At the hmm. Pistons Bulls game. And my dad's like, yeah, he's like, those right there. And he's like, my dad's like, yo. So now my dad like, are you serious? He's like, yo, he just, my man's like, yo. Just take your family down there, have a good time, see you later. Shakes my dad's hand, walk off, never to be seen again. My dad's wow. like, yo, this can't be real. So he takes my older brother, Nick. He like, yo, let's just go. This is like first quarter. He like, yo, let's just go try it out. Let's sit in the, the seats for like a <laughs> second. 
and wait till some security guard come take us up out of here, you know, because this probably ain't real. So long story short, they go down there, sit there to the end of the quarter. Nobody comes. My dad like, hey, I guess it's legit. The rest wow. of us go down, and we sit in the second row watching Michael Jordan. I'm talking about I'm seeing Jordan drip sweat. I could mm. hear him talking to Pippen, like, you know, Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas, Bill, Lett, like the whole thing. Like, I'm talking about you could hear sneakers squeaking. They falling, saving, you know, you know, trying to save the ball, jumping out into the crowd, landing right next to me, Dennis Rodman, who was my hero at that time. You know, and to be honest with you, it is a memory for my family that will never, ever, mm. ever be forgotten. Like, my dad is listening to this podcast right now, hearing me talk about this with a big smile on his face because of this stranger who now think about what he had to do now. My mm. man left from the second row and walked up 200 flights of stairs and mm. looked for a family to bless. He didn't mm. look for like, you know, a, a, you know, a bunch of guys just hanging out, buddies on, you know, whatever. He was like, yo, let me go look for the family who could probably enjoy this the most. And my man walked all the way up there, handed my wow. dad those tickets, never to be seen again. I don't know who that gentleman is, if he's still alive or whatever. But I hope he, but I know he's blessed. You know what I'm saying? All it's right. like, there's no, no way that dude business failed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like, you just know that, man. And, and I think when you operate in that spirit, man, so much good comes back to you. And so he, it's, you have people that act out of, this this sense of nothing's ever gonna come back to me, so I gotta hold on to what I have, and that's exactly mm. what happens. You know what I'm saying? They end up being broke. They end up car breaking down, and they, you know what I'm saying? Like, just it, it almost feels like the world is conspiring against them. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's <laughs> almost like the exact opposite of what I'm talking about of people who bless when you tight with it and you don't want to bless nobody and you keep everything to yourself and you have this like conserve you know conservative mindset of oh this is me and this is all i got and this is all i have it's like the world conspires to make sure that's all you have if that makes sense hmm. oh, oh no no Perfect you, no it's, you reap what you sow yeah. yeah you reap what you sow but but i just want to say to those people who are not givers like yo i feel you like you know we we got to be cautious we can't bash them because you probably grew up in a household where you know you grew up with good people who didn't give though mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. that wasn't their mo like they weren't givers you know, and so it's this foreign concept of, okay, you're asking me to give something today that I don't have a lot of, and this hopes that it's gonna come back to me tomorrow. Who does that? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even make sense. Like, mm -hmm. logically, it doesn't make sense. Right. But let's look at, bruh, let's look at, you know, school days. That was something that I started at the beginning of the year because, you know, of some crazy stuff that's happening in this world, and the energy see that's on this thing right now is unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. And to the point where I'm pumped up because next week I'm actually doing an event. I've never done this in my whole life where the whole, look, I tell people the only time everybody comes together is for a sporting event. You know what I'm saying? Friday night lights. That's the <laughs> only time really you got parents, kids, you know, the students, the teachers, the administrators, you know, community leaders, like people just don't come together for a spelling bee, you know, or maybe like a Christmas event, but that's not everybody. You know, and so I just look at wherever you, again, where your focus goes, the energy flows. So if you focus on giving, you're going to wake up one day, man, and walk. What has it been now? This is the third hotel in the third city, back to back hmm. to back. 
You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's unbelievable, man. And so now it's at a point, C, where we actually have people, and I laugh when somebody says, yo, E, I could do a video for you for 1500 I'm like, bro, I'm not mad at you. Like, I mm -hmm. get why you would try, why you'd uh -huh. want to do a video, but the reason why I can't do a video for $1,500, I can't pay you $1,500 for a video, is because I got 1,500 people wanting to do a video to say thank you. You know what I'm saying? I got 1,500 right, right. vide videographers in the world who said, like, yo, E, don't charge me nothing. I just want to be able to say thank you. And the only way I can <laughs> thank you is by, so that's why when somebody called me E, pay me 10 grand and we could do your website. I'm like, bro, I got people right now right. who are b biting at the bits to say <laughs> like, yo, let me, I want to be able to say I did the website for ETA. Oh. So, so hey. yeah, man, when you give, it comes back to you. Shout out to Miriam and Micah who just came to Dallas on exactly what he just described. Hey, I love y'all. Y'all helped me out through a lot of stuff. We gonna do the whole event, shoot the video, edit everything. Don't ask us nothing. It's, it'll, it's taken care of. I'm like, wow. But I'll yeah. add to it. I'll add to yeah. it real quick, E. And again, going back to the biology boy. Man, if you pay attention to the world, everything is a rhythm. Everything is a rhythm. There's spring for those that got seasons. There's there's fall. There's winter. There's there's a cycle to it. You look at tides. You look at the sun. You look at the moon. There's a week. There's a rhythm. Stuff comes. It goes. Understand what I'm saying? It's a rhythm to it. So if you're dancing at the right rhythm and you in tune with stuff, yo, it goes and it comes. You give it and it comes back. There's a rhythm to it. You hold it and that's all you got because you're holding it. You're, you're holding back from being a part of the rhythm. So I'm just saying, you gotta, like I'm saying, pay attention to anything that's going on around you, anything in nature. It's a cycle, it's a rhythm. And if you're not a part of it, I'm telling you, you're stifling your entire, man. And what you just said is, you're stifling generations now, because I'm gonna grow up watching my parents do it, and I'm gonna do yeah. the same thing. Like, you stifling yeah. generations, y'all. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's that simple. There are rhythms to life. You could call it God, not God, whatever, it's a rhythm, doggone it. It's 24 hours in a day. It's a rhythm. It's seven days in a week. It's a rhythm. It's so, funny, too, because is, we talked about that just in terms of your own, you know, um, self-fulfillment. It was like, mm. yo, I was telling somebody, you know, I was like, yo, when think about it. When you, like, depressed or going through it and stuff like that, it's only because you're probably just thinking about yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because yeah. it's about you. Like, that's why you in that slump you in, right? You're not feeling good and like all of that. It's like, cause it's about you. I'm like, yo, it's hard to be depressed when you like volunteering at a shelter, like and, and helping out kids uh, and going up to a school uh, and reading and like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, the reason you depressed uh, is because your whole life is about you. It's like, if you got money in the bank, you good. If you don't got right. money, you bad. If your uh, kids wilding out, you, you like, it's all about you. And I don't mean like, what's your why in terms of like, oh, my kids or anything like that. It's just like, yo, it's hard to be down when you are looking out for people. You know what I'm saying? And when you're not, and not to be a pleaser. Like, I don't want you to think right, like, right, oh, you run around right, just like right. doing it as a pleaser. Like, oh, let me do this for you. Let me do this. Cause you're trying to like get acceptance. But when you actually are looking out for folks, when you're actually trying to bless folks, when you're actually using your own presence to be a blessing, then you know you have worth. And that depression mm -hmm. and that anxiety that you feel is because you don't see your own worth because you're only looking at yourself. And so you have to be living outside of yourself and looking out for people because that's what brings that ultimate happiness. And I think too many people stuck in a rut, not because you're not a good person, but because everything is about you, like literally mm. everything. And, and so we've been talking kind of financially on this and monetarily, but listen to what Carl and 
e are saying in terms of using your gifts like if you can draw really well go down to like a, a, a you know a, a, a youth prison facility and do like an art class like volunteer to do an art class like i guarantee you this kind of stuff will get you out of your funk i can't explain it i remember when we used to go to maxi's and this was a maximum correctional hmm. facility for youth and i used to feel so bad every time we walked in and so good every time we walked out you know what i mean because yeah. walking in i'd be like man they locked up they this they that but we would go in there and had the best time with them and they would be begging us not to leave and we would stay for hours and laugh and talk and just pour into them i would leave there is no way you can be depressed leaving there you know you might feel bad for them like shoot they got to still be locked up whatever but in your spirit you feel rich from that give back and um, yeah, man, if, you, if you're struggling, try, try a little tenderness. Try a little tenderness. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm a whole lot of tenderness. Uh, hey, I wanted to ask y'all this question. I wanted to ask hmm. y'all this question, man. Um, I was just thinking about this, you know, you know, for real, with the whole insiders thing and all of that. You know, the other day, I was just like, yo, what, what, what do you, because there's so many people trying to get to the next level. And again, guys, we're not suggesting that, you know, you don't get to the next level, but I always want you to enjoy the level you know, that you're currently mm -hmm. on and, and not this rat race or this, you know, this, this, um, you know, this black hole where it's like always you're pursuing something better to the point where you can't enjoy what you have. But guys, is there, what, what's, what's your one, you know, I, I miss, you know what I'm saying? From like back in the day when we first started, you know, what's your one, you know, man, I'm glad we made it because of this, but what's that one thing you like? Man, back in the day when we was, you know, uh, whatever, just break the cycle and whatever else we was <laughs> after that. Uh, what's the one thing you miss about the past? You know, you, you've blown up. You know, we had a different space. People do recognize us. We are uh, contributing to the I love how know, he uses us as, like, blur. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we still in you the know, same spot, baby. 40, <laughs> hey, you just said you got a $4,300 uh, 4, check, so that's better than somebody's, I'm sure, out there. Oh, no, no. I forgot to say hey, that man. I still don't trust that check, and I refuse to deposit it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and deposit it. No, 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 good question, good question. I'll tell you what I miss from back in the day. I I, I miss how um how how organic it was in the sense that everybody we came in contact with we could like show love to you know like i really do right. like it's crazy mm -hmm. man like you know now mm -hmm. with where he is it's like it's not even possible like i remember like every single event you know we it was only like a couple people there we take pictures hang out talk to people you know what i'm saying the whole nine and now it's like Yo, if, if we when we had stay ready, if like if he tried to take a picture with every single person, we'd be there till like four in the morning. You know what I mean? And like, so I miss some of that like original grassroots feel that we had. Like we try our best to keep it, and he take more pictures than anybody on planet Earth, and as down to earth as can be. But I do miss that like boutique feel that we used to have where yeah. it was just like you, you got to understand something somebody we'll, we'll like go to an event and like we doing dinner with like all the people who brought us in and like it's like only 14 people it's like we doing dinner hmm. we going we going to their house you know what i'm saying like just like yeah. crazy stuff like that so i do miss that and then i do miss i guess the closeness and proximity in which we used to work you know what right, I mean? Yeah. Now it's like yeah. he insider and all over the world, Carl <laughs> flying in, flying out, me flying in, flying out. And it's like back in the day, we we literally worked back to back, like physically back to back all day, all day every, day, every day. day. And so yeah. that part of it, I do miss. Um, 
I don't miss the fried spam sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I do enjoy being able to hit the cheesecake factory. Um, but no, I would say that for me for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll start right there. She said it yesterday. We were talking yesterday, and she's like, man, I can't, man, we got to be in the same space and work just the way ideas came, and then not just the ideas, but the execution with it. E, what, yeah, what, I, I, I know you probably don't miss much of nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hard to miss it with the 46-foot glass uh, hotel room. <laughs> I was the one that asked the question. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I do miss, and I hope I'm saying it right, but the um, walks to Goodrich, was it to Goodrich? Goodrich? No doubt. Absolutely yeah, Goodrich yeah, to get yeah, the slow. I, I missed the, 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 the oh, turkey. The boar's head. The turkey pastrami. The boar's head with the yeah. cheddar cheese. The fresh mayonnaise, Hellman's mayonnaise. Oh, uh, yeah, I miss those days, man. Because oh. we used to walk to the store and just where ideas came from and kind of the brotherhood, you know, just talking, kicking it. Uh, and of course, that meant the weather was nice in Michigan. Oh, for you know, sure. We did yeah. that. Hey, hold on, though. Hey, hold on. How many people would we feed with them two little loaves of bread oh, and, tur- and turkey sandwiches, oh, though? Like, all geez, the college the students whole... who act like... Oh, like I'm geez. just mad, though, because the, yep. the college students used to act like they weren't on the meal plan. Yep. You know what they I'm saying? Come they wasn't there, coming y'all. in there eating our sandwiches. Ba- I'm back like, to what we talked about giving, though. Sandwich. Hey, yeah, back to yeah. what we talk about giving, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's all we had yeah. to eat, y'all. Our lunch was we would buy these little, you know, two loaves of bread, and that's it for the week. We just hitting sandwiches, breakfast, lunch, because we coming in early. And we leaving up there, advantage was like, we leaving up there 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. So this was all yeah. we was eating. And students would come in there and re- I'm talking about red that chicken. Bruh. Hey, remember <laughs> when we used to get a meal ticket? And oh. somebody hooked us up with a meal ticket oh, and went to Snap Pies? Bruh, you couldn't tell us. Oh. You, you can't tell. La, la, la. Oh, wait wait till I get my money, right? You can't tell me nothing. Nothing, right? yeah. Bruh, we used to go and eat in the calf. We thought we was... I'm I was like, I had got like six of them boys. I was like Frank Lucas. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I promise oh. you, man. I think what I what I enjoy most though now is having you know the that wasn't the, the question. Influence. That wasn't the uh, question. Uh, it was. You know what that was. No. What do it's you like miss you, most? <laughs> he said, "What I, I had and I told you." He, he did throw that you. one at the end. He yeah, did do two. Yeah, but now you trying to go? You trying to change the subject? Skip you want it. more to miss? <laughs> no, I, uh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm just saying I love being able to go to a city and just drop up in a school, and not mm, only oh, do yeah, for sure. the principal yeah. let us come, but the students are excited to see us, and then and we're hearing afterwards. Yo, they try to get their grades up. You know what I'm saying? They, hmm. Man, I'm hearing so many kids, and I'm talking to kids and their parents. You know, because some people you give your number, they call. Some people don't, but you know, there 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 are a few that I keep up with the students, man, and just to see that literally, just from a conversation or two, that they're turning their life around. It's it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. Hmm. The other greatest feeling in the world is taking Organifi. Um, I can't explain. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The segue is back. Yeah. Um, man, this segment is brought See, to you by... See, that's why Devin going to write you another letter. That's why uh, Devin going to write you something. another letter. <laughs> he out in L.A. I know he's soft. He ain't ready for this. Uh, I'm, I'm in the A, baby. Um, this segment is brought to you by Organifi. So here's the deal. To truly thrive in all areas of your life, you cannot ignore the importance of health. All right? I've learned this firsthand. And for many of us, time is our most valuable asset. That's why I love Organifi Green Juice and Organic Superfood Green Juice Powder. You just add water and get your greens in time. Uh, when you invest in your health, you gain more time because you have more energy, all right, to get focused on the day and get things done. 
The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is that it actually tastes good. For all our listeners out there, we have a special deal and you can try it yourself, all right? Use the code SUCCESS at Organifi.com to receive 20% off your order, all right? That's www.organifi.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS to receive 20% off your order. Um, shout out to Organifi for being a uh, loyal sponsor, man. And I'm I'm just laughing because I'm at the conferences. Everybody saw me with my Organifi. I was I, I, I made sure I had a couple of them during the conference just to keep me fueled up, keep me going. I seen a ton of people there with their Organifi. People got Organifi. Hey, somebody call Organifi and tell them there's folks there that got stuff I ain't got. They got cups. They had mugs. They had shakers. I'm like, Lord have mercy. I'm like, where'd y'all get all of this? Um, so no, nah, but shout out to them, man. I got everybody trying to Organifi. Everybody who comes to my house, I'm like, here, take a packet, go ahead and try it. Um, it, yeah, so check it out. Organifi, you already know. Make sure you use the promo code, all right? If y'all keep listening, y'all use the promo code and eventually me and Carl may be able to get an insider, okay? The reason we, yeah, if y'all use the promo code, Carl and I can continue to be generous and get an insider, all right? So, uh, man, thank you guys to everybody out there who's tried it, keeps trying it, keeps using the promo code. We appreciate you, um, you know, looking out for it. All right, before you go there real quick, let me introduce our sponsor, Health IQ. Health IQ is a life insurance agency that uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health conscious people, including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and more. Research has shown that runners who persist in running over an average of 5.9 years, they actually have a 29% lower risk of mortality and a 50% lower risk of death from heart disease. So why not benefit from your healthy lifestyle? The great news is that 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance, and these savings are exclusive to Health IQ. Health IQ can save our customers up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, a 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. Like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on your life insurance for living a health-conscious lifestyle. Learn more and get a free quote at healthiq.com forward slash success. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today. Again, it's healthiq.com forward slash success. Or you can mention the promo code success when you talk to a Health IQ agent. All right, let's jump into Ask ET. Let's do uh, a couple because I got to run. Um, let's see. Do, 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 All right, here we go. Um, Quincy in Phoenix said, uh, ET, what's the best piece of advice you've received and embraced growing up that as an adult you found out not to be true? Hmm, good question. Wow, that's weird. So it's saying, uh, well, you know what? Just growing up in Detroit in general, see, I think, you know, that whole, you know, like putting your guards up, not trusting people, you know, it's kind of like you start off with not trusting. Mm -hmm. And then they got to build their trust. I, to me, I just, I've learned, just for real, man, like, especially the circles that we running in, like, you don't have to start with uh, the negative. You don't have to start with, like, distrust. You don't have to start with believing people are out to get you, that everybody's a crook. You know, um, uh, you know, n nobody means you well. You know, like, that's something that I grew up with in the city, and it's like, 
that's something that I've learned. Like, you got to let that go. E, there are good people in the world. And even though you see a lot of evil, there's still, believe it or not, see, there's still more good in the world than there is evil in the world. And good things do happen to good people. Yep. Hey, so you let your insider come in the room with you? <laughs> right. Yeah, don't take it that <laughs> yeah, far. Right, right, right. You know, he's <laughs> paranoid. He, he start on paranoia. So I feel you <laughs> about like relationships. But he like, he living. Uh, let me just say this: if the name of your street is Saddlebrook, you do not need to lock your door the second you walk into your house. <laughs> all right? He be, like he come in to clip. I'm like, hey. What in the devil? I'm like, bro, we on Saddlebrook, bro. Yeah, that's some easy. That's some. That's some. I just see, saw a some, horse ride yeah. by. Like, we good? No, but that's some. That's some city stuff. See, like we learned that at any point somebody could come in, so lock it right. up. So that way, if the police come, you could say it was locked and they came in. So that's why. That's why they didn't make it back out because the, the door was locked and they, mm, they made mm, their way mm. in. Okay, got you. Uh, Michelle in Indianapolis, longtime podcast podcast listener. I've been seeing a lot of information out there regarding your school days movement. How can someone like myself get my son's school watching TGIM in school days, uh, in the school days videos like I see other schools doing in the U.S. and overseas? Hmm. I, I don't know if that has anything to do with us. See, I think that that's a school initiative. Either I guess a teacher. Yeah, or go a tell the principal. That. They slipped it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, one more. This is an interesting one. Uh, Cindy said, "Hey, Et, love the podcast. Love you guys. Uh, I love." <laughs> she said, "I love my boyfriend, and we are thinking about getting married. What are your thoughts on living together to save money, in mm. order to?" I guess have a, she said to save money, but what, what are your thoughts on them just shagging <laughs> yeah, up real quick? Save a couple of dollars for school. the wedding. Hey, Come oh, on, you don't me, give us the pastor answer. I want oh, okay, the ET answer. I want the old ET pastrami sandwich ET sandwich. I'm old school, y'all. I'm old school, y'all. Do not, I'm old school. Do not open up your Christmas gifts for Thanksgiving. Don't open up Ouch. your Christmas gift on Thanksgiving. That's all I'm saying. You know, don't, don't. What if they don't, promise not the dirty Santa? Uh, what if they get separate saying, beds? What if they no, got I'm separate just saying, beds? Uh, you know, this, this, this is what I tell young people all the time. And trust me, young people, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not stupid. I understand. But I tell people all the time, if you do everything before you get married, what, what's, what's the fun? When you get married, what you going to have? It ain't no fun. So if you've lived together before you get married, like you already married anyway. Oh, no, it's fun. That be That's where you're wrong, my friend. It's a lot of fun. Before said, and before, after. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know about the after part, Carl. You know what I'm saying? Like, Carl, if you open up all your gifts on Thanksgiving. And, and, and that's the mindset that kids have. But it's like, yo, you open up all your gifts on Thanksgiving, Christmas ain't fun. Mm. You know, now, here's the challenge. It, it, it does take discipline to wait. I don't know why your mama put the gifts up at, at Thanksgiving. You know, I don't know why she got them all out at Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to wait. Uh, I'm talking about I'm loaded. Yeah, that's loaded. at least yeah. one of them yeah, joints. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying you are. So I'm just saying, y'all, like, 
Yo, Thanksgiving is not the time to open up gifts. Just wait it out. I think the better metaphor might be the 12 days of Christmas. So you get to open up one leading up to, you know what I'm saying? That's a song. That's a song. (laughs) Hey, and I don't know know if you remember, but that was was one of the first conversations that he had with me. I'm talking about he just got to the doggone church and somebody running their mouth and he pulled me aside in the car like, yo, uh, how come you and Tamisha staying together? I'm like, what? Like, who are you? And why are you all in my stuff? Mm, I was like, we ain't got. I was like, bro, we ain't got no money. We in grad school. It what again? Again, y'all. It wasn't a week later that somehow Tamisha magically magically had her own apartment, and I was oh, living well. with myself. It oh, wasn't well. a week, see? Yeah, but uh, I'm I, like, I, listen. The crazy thing is, is like, I feel it, right? You both got eight hundred dollar rents, and then one person at the other person's spot. The entire day, Time, all day, yeah. every day. The other, the other place is just sitting there collecting mold and dust, and you still paying for it to make ET happy. So you pissed. You know what I'm saying? You like ET said, and so now you got this eight, this good eight hundred uh, going down the drain. But I guess if, if it's the difference between, you know, damnation. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So I feel. Hey. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm with you, E. I, I, I'm I'm uh, yeah. I guess I guess I feel yeah, it. Though. Saying, I feel the I'm struggle. Saying, yeah, I do. I do, and I don't want them to think I don't feel the struggle. I do feel the struggle. I'm just saying, you know, I'm. I try to tell this millennial generation. It's like, guys, you have to understand. You do whatever you want to do, but there are some benefits in delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. There are some benefits. You know, and it don't seem like there is, but there are benefits in being disciplined. We're talking about waiting. it. What are they? Let them know. Don't just give them theory. Okay, so, so so let me say this to you guys, all right? And it's not in every case, right? But there are a lot of young men that I say, like, yo, you need to be, you need to understand that being sexually active is not just about, you know, today. You have to understand that one day you're going to get married. And I got to say this. There are a lot of my friends who got married and, and a lot of people who get married who never intend you know, to um, to get a divorce, right? Who never intend not to be faithful, right? But I got a couple friends who just was like flat out during the, during the pregnancy portion or during the time that they weren't able to, you know, uh, be intimate with their spouses. They were like, yo, I'm just being real. Like I'm used to sleeping around. You know what I'm saying? I'm not used to being denied. And even sometimes in marriage without babies, it's just different. Like, I don't know what happens sometimes, but sometimes it's like one spouse or the other spouse is not, you know, feeling it. And that other spouse was like, yo, I'm not used to, especially when we was dating, it wasn't like this. You know what I'm saying? We was living together before marriage. It wasn't like this. And there are some people, because they're not disciplined, they go with like, yo, I'm going to have to go sleep with somebody else just because I'm not used to not abstaining like this. I'm not used to being disciplined like this. You know, so there are different scenarios and it's not everybody. Some people are strong enough to be like, yo, this is the person I'm married to. And whether, no matter what happens, you know, I'm going to be faithful to my spouse. But for some people, they create this habit and then it becomes challenging when you get married, when you've been living single your whole life or that single, like not discipline yourself. It's hard, man, once you get into that relationship to start being disciplined. So I'm just saying, guys, it's easier if you're already disciplined to stay disciplined. It's tougher to not be disciplined and then be disciplined. Does it mean you can't do it? No, it don't mean you can't do it. But it's just harder. Like C was saying with the chicken, I'm sure for a kid who's been a vegetarian their whole life, see, they come to the table and see meat. It ain't that deep. They've never tasted it before, so it doesn't bother them. But it's a little bit more challenging for me growing up eating everything 
probably I didn't probably have frogs. I heard about frog legs. I never ate frogs before, <laughs> but other than that, I probably ate every doggone thing, you know, that my parents put in front of me. And so it is difficult now abstaining from meat just because that's not I ate meat the majority of my life. So I'm not telling y'all don't do it. I'm just saying, believe it or not, there are um, blessings in abstaining or blessings in delayed gratification. Yeah, and I think, you know, not to not that you didn't do a great job answering that because you did, but even the discipline, you know, that comes outside of that, right? Because that's one of the hardest disciplines, especially right. for a lot of the yeah. fellas. It's one of the hardest disciplines to master. And so if you can discipline yourself there, you end up being able to discipline yourself mm-hmm. in other areas of life, right? Like even entertainment, right? Or things that you're supposed to be doing, you know, just as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, as a husband, as a father, and, you know, all of those areas of life, like... Discipline, like that that particular discipline can have a great effect across the board, not just mm-hmm. in that area, right? And so, um, yeah, I tease, but no, that is uh, definitely... No, not- it's real though, see? Yeah. yeah, not too, you know what I'm saying? Yo, it's hard, bro. Somebody you love, you know, mm-hmm. at least until some people get into whatever they get into, see? Because I laugh sometimes when cats be, you know, getting a divorce. I'm like, bro, remember you loved her so much? Like, hmm. what happened this to the, the love? But yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying at least, though, when you're in that space, you do really feel like, yo, I love this person. I want to be with this person for the rest of my life. And why wouldn't we? You know what I'm saying? So I do understand that it's, 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 uh, it's difficult. Hey, and, and don't tease me, but that's probably why for me, straight out of college, my freshman year, I was like, yo, I want to be with this girl for the rest of my life. So... I was like, let's get married. But of course, y'all remember, I come from watching Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, he just skipped the you know middle man and got married the at 19. The whole middle, no doubt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, no yeah. Sleep, you know what I'm saying? A lot of discipline of there when you just go ahead and yeah. go cut out yeah. the middle man and get married at 19. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't live together. We didn't do all that. I just was like, yo, if I want to be with you forever, you I'm was just going to make a commitment and let's try to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, D, I'm on the building on 79. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I got to go, man. What, what, what do we got, y'all? This uh, is why they write about him, Carl. I'm, this I'm, is why they write about him. Send <laughs> all your complaints to <laughs> I don't give a damn.com. Okay. Uh, listen, um, May 20th, we in Boston. But is that our next event? Wow. That's just I think so. Away. Yeah, that's long. I was going to say, yeah, we Man. got a little bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be using that time to um, do our thing. Be first you, time man. in Boston, though. Yeah. Huh? First time in Boston. Yeah, yep, yep. That's our first event ever in Boston. Yeah, Boston. Mm-hmm. So come yep. out of you on the East Coast. Um, also, man, be you. Man, come join us and breathe you, man. Just an incredible time to sign up, join us. Incredible stuff going on. I saw the Dallas BU squad, just incredible. I heard about a Deep. new meetup going on in yeah. NYC. Um, that's going to be crazy, man. Uh, shout out hey, to Regina. Hey, shout out to Brian, see? Shout out to Brian. I, I, I forgot to tell you all this. I'm talking about I go outside to get an Uber because I'm leaving right after the event. My flight was like 6 or something like that. The event, I got out of there like 4.30. Brian was like, yo, where are you headed? I'm like, the airport. He like, I got you. Come on. Be you. Mm, wow. I'm just talking about just be you. I'm like, bet. I jumped in the whip. Brian dropped me off. He knew exactly which terminal. You know, Dallas Airport is humongous. He knew humongous, exactly the terminal bro. to take me to. He like, boom, you right here. And I'm like, wow. We had. A, I'm talking about a phenomenal. You swear we knew each other from like childhood. That's the first yep. time I'm meeting Brian for real, for real. We talked a couple times on the calls, 
But first time I meet my man, and he gave me a ride to the airport, man, saved me a whole lot of time. So yeah, just shout out to B the BU fam. Yep, no, definitely shout out to the BU fam, man, and y'all join us. Breathe you, uh, breatheuniversity.com. Um, come check us out, man. We we uh, yeah, like I said, we rock with Ooh. our squad. And you know what's crazy is like at the events, more and more people when you uh, ask who's in BU are raising yeah. their hands and you know yeah. showing love. And when they come to the events, they already like know each other from Facebook and like linking up, doing dinner together. So come be a part of an amazing community, man. Breatheuniversity.com. Come join us yeah. in Boston, yeah. May 20th. Um, anything else? Hey, hey, yeah, Carl just got that. The seed, Carl, $87. He said you $87. Got that seed. Yep. What's that? You got that seed. I'm saying you talked earlier about when you give, you you overlooked it. But you talk about when you give, Tamisha bought clothes or whatever, so you didn't have to pay to go to the airport. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. missed out yeah. on the taxi. He said, oh, no doubt. He said you that $85 seat. Yeah. Uh, right what back. was it, $85? Can I do a charge back on my car? Can I just be like, yo, I ain't spend that. Like I, that was, I paid, I paid a hundred dollars to, uh, to almost die. You know what I'm saying? Like, unbelievable. Yeah, Carl was so. about to, hey, Carl was about to pay that same eighty five dollars because no get doubt, from the, the same tax from from there, no, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, my man was sitting right there. He ready, right there. <laughs> yeah, he ready. Um, e, where where you at this week? You you coming? You going? When are you going back to Michigan, bro? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and it's a snowstorm on the way, too. You talk I'm, about a house that ain't in use. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, yeah. ain't none yeah. to come back to up here. Yeah, I promise. Yo, I see, I see, I see see your pipes at the house frozen. I hope Carl will oh, turn <laughs> your hot water on. Oh. Well, you know, we got the inside. We got the... Where That's you why all your appliances now. keep you breaking down. You only use them once a year. They ain't got time to... You know what I'm saying? He always... I came home, my hot water heater ain't... No, it ain't working. It ain't had no use. You got to charge them yeah, things yeah, up every now and then. No, why was it on vacation? I went downstairs to see what was wrong with that joker. It was on vacation. <laughs> hot water like, heater like, hey, I ain't know you ain't been here. My bad. I get, <laughs> right. I was chilling. Can you give us a nugget of the day so I can actually get some work done today on this <laughs> yeah, great yeah, no, Thursday no, afternoon uh, at <laughs> four? Uh, All right. So seriously, guys, look, um, <laughs> 365 days out of the year, you're not going to be motivated. Even if you ET, you will not be motivated 365 days, right? Even the best of us, what, maybe 10, 20 days of the year, we might be off. And so this is what we say all the time. Motivation is great, but the days you don't feel like going 120 is the days you go from motivation to discipline, right? And we talked about that earlier, right? So every day is not going, even though Carl told you to say it, I'd say 340, 345 days may be the best days of your life, right? Those other 20, you're going to have to make the best days of your life, right? And that requires discipline. All right, so again, some days you're going to wake up stupid motivated. Some days you're going to wake up and you're not motivated. That's when I'm going to need you to push the discipline button, right? Because you can't afford to take a day off. That's a reality. You can't, can't take a day off of work in terms of the grind. You know, your family, like, seeing those commercials where it's like, dad is sick and he tells the baby, like, I can't be dad today. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a day off. I'm taking a sick day. It's not, it's not possible. But every day, you're not going to be pumped up. You know, you're not going to be turned up. You're not going to be 120. That's the day you hit the discipline button because you can still be 120 when you don't feel like being 120. So it's your boy E.T. saying some days are motivational days, some days are discipline days. You got to know the difference between the two, and you got to activate the day you need 
so you can get what you need. Hey, man, great nugget of the day. I know this podcast was a little too silly for you, uh, so send all your hate mail to Carl, all right? Uh, go leave <laughs> us a review on iTunes. We love you. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.